Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Moyes Health Podcast and welcome to a very, very special episode. Now today is the 50th episode of this podcast. 50 episodes, each one half an hour, sometimes more, which means that you guys have been putting up with me for over 25 hours if you've listened to every one of them. And to be fair, I know there's some of you that have been through these podcasts multiple times on your excursions out and about trying to get your steps up. So for those of you listening, thank you ever so much. You guys and your feedback is the reason that these podcasts continue. It's the reason why I sit down at my desk every single week, come up with new topics and new ways to try and inspire you, educate you, motivate you, and help you become better and stronger versions of yourselves. So today is no different. And in this episode, we're going to be touching on arguably the most important thing, regardless of mindset, nutrition, activity, etc. This is the key to all of it self-reflection because one of the most important things that you can do regardless of or before even you focus on calories or movement or anything like that is to self-reflect if there is one thing that I would say to every client that I've ever coached do coach or will coach it's to look inwards Whenever you're looking to do anything, you need to look at yourself and your own thoughts and your own actions. You need to analyze yourself. And the irony is that self-reflection is probably the thing that got you here. And I don't just mean listening to this podcast, but I mean on your transformation journey. You probably looked at yourself and most likely in the physical sense and went, I'm not happy with where I am. And you wanted to make a change. Now, why is it not possible to do the same thing or why is it not the thought process or the natural thing to do the same with the way that you think and the way that you act because we're not complete we're not the whole article we never will be we're going to spend our entire lives adding pieces to the jigsaw but the jigsaw will never be complete because it's kind of the point you start off with nothing and as you grow you make mistakes you learn from them I'm wiser now at the age of 33 than I was at 23 and I'm definitely wiser at the age of 23 than I was at 13. But that doesn't mean that I'm the complete article right now. I could look back at the age of 23 and go, Christ, you know, I knew, knew nothing then. Whereas at the time, I thought I knew everything. And I suppose when you're a teenager, you think you know everything anyway. And I know 23 is not a teenager, but you know what I mean. It's on the tail end of it anyway. So self-reflection is the key to it all. Before we discuss, like I said, calories, activity, any of that stuff, you need to look at yourself and look at the person that you want to be. But also, not just looking at the person that you want to be, who you want to strive to be, the morals, obligations, the persona, the way that you interact with the world, but you also need to look at the person that you don't want to be. You need to stare your weaknesses and your flaws dead in the face. The whole point of self-reflection is to ask, how could you do better? And that's an important question to ask, even when it's seemingly been the best day or the best week. You could come in on your check-in day, for example, with your coach with the best result, flawless in every single way. But there will still be areas that you can improve upon. There may not be things that the coach can pick up on because it may be information or things that you've just thought about or moments of weakness you had in your own head, which maybe you can plug the gaps of. But there always will be moments of weakness. There always will be things there. There always be, will be ways that you can do things better in every walk of life. 
And I feel it's important that we continue to strive to be better, continue to learn from what's worked and what hasn't worked. I mean, Christ, the three lockdowns in the UK that we've had have been huge for me, each one bringing about its own lessons, each one bringing about its own thought processes, its own ups and downs, triggers, its own challenges. Lockdown three, the one that we're coming to the end of now, it's been without question the hardest time mentally for me than that I've ever had. Not just because of what we've been dealing with, uh, as mentioned in episode 46, but also it's just been incredibly tough being without people for so long. Being such a social person in the classes and I suppose being such an extrovert these days, being self-contained to nothing but me and my computer screen and obviously to my family around me, it's, it's, been, it's been challenging. I live my life to help people. I live my life to support people. And although I love doing it online and it's efficient to do it online, there's a reason I still coach classes. It's because I enjoy that physical interaction. I enjoy that face-to-face contact. And so, turning things back to the topic of this, we need to understand what are our weaknesses as people. Not just what do we need, but what do we tend to be triggered by? What are the things that tend to trip us up in life? Can you even list them is the thing that I've written down here because I can think of many people that can't even list what their flaws are because they're not prepared to accept them. And acceptance is a huge part of this. Self-reflection is going to cause you to see things about yourself, about your personality that you potentially don't want to see, but it's important that you do. We can't live life or go through life with rose-tinted spectacles on the entire time. We need to understand that we're going to have areas of our personality which are incomplete or areas which are flawed, areas which cause us problems that conflict with others. And until we're prepared to look at those areas in the cold light of day and go, yeah, that's not a good thing or yeah, that's a problem, we're never going to grow as individuals. I had to do this from the age of 26 onwards off the back of the divorce, off the back of all of the shit that went on sort of mid to late 20s. I had to look at myself, particularly when the triplets came along and decide what kind of man I wanted to be to decide what I wanted to put into the world and also what I wanted to take with me from the lessons that I'd learned from the past because I knew for a fact that I couldn't continue to be that person. I could not carry on as that Chris. It would have been sabotaging not just to myself, not just to my relationship, but also I didn't want my children growing up with that guy as their role model. So... When you self-reflect, it's important that you look upon yourself through a non-biased or non-conflicting eye. It's very, very easy to self-deprecate. It's very easy to beat yourself up and go, well, you're shit at this and you're shit at that and you're a fuck up in this area. But that's not the point. The point of self-reflection is to take a non-judgmental attitude and view on every area of yourself. Every element that makes up you, the way that you think, the way that you act, it's important to take it almost from a third party's perspective. You could argue it's like an out-of-body experience. If all you're doing is beating yourself up and telling yourself how shit you are, then nothing good can come from something that negative. 
the whole purpose of self-reflection is that something good is supposed to come from it. And so it's important that we don't automatically take it from this perspective of your shit, you're never going to amount to anything. It's important instead that we take it from a position of you've got flaws, but we can fix them. And that's the point. Our personalities can be shaped into anything that we want them to be with enough discipline and with enough work. We're not locked into the people that we are. We're not locked into certain morals or certain beliefs. Everybody has the opportunity for redemption, if you will. And I'm not talking religion here. I'm talking redemption from yourself to understand that it's okay to make mistakes. And I think that's the area where a lot of people go wrong. They they think that making a mistake is, is not only catastrophic, but they think it's not something you can come back from. They think it's something that's not meant to happen. You know, the, the age-old saying, the problem isn't that we have problems, the problem is that we think that we're not supposed to. We are supposed to have problems. We are supposed to have challenges. It's the only way that we grow as individuals. Go back to the, you know, the trying to walk baby and what do you find yourself with? You find yourself with a baby that goes to a toddler because they tried to stand on their feet and they fell down. And they tried again and they fell down. But they didn't stop trying. They kept going and going and going until they stood up. And then they kept trying to take a, a step and they fell down. And then over time with trying and trying and trying, they mastered it and they were able to walk. Fast forward 30, 40, however old you are years and look at where you are now from that baby that couldn't walk. The whole point is that there are challenges and we overcome those challenges. But the problem is we put obstacles in our way. We think that either problems aren't supposed to be there and therefore we're just unlucky and why is this happening to me? But also we approach it from a position of I don't need to solve these problems. There's nothing wrong with me. It's everybody else. And yeah, everybody is on this journey and therefore everybody's going to have problems. Some people's problems bigger in some ways to yours. Some people's problems smaller in some ways to yours. But the whole point is that we're all on this journey. And if we all took the time to self-reflect, if we all took the time to consider our thoughts and our actions and ask ourselves, was that the appropriate way to deal with that? Are these things beneficial to you and the people around you? Then we would live in a much happier world. But in the 21st century, so many people are closed off to self-reflection. They're focused too much on the fact that they know what they're doing. They're perfect. Leave me alone. And therefore, they're going about their day. They're going about their life with no consideration for anybody else and no consideration for how they are as people. We are all flawed. I've only got to look back at the early episodes of this podcast and there's things that I suppose I counter a little bit, things that I would advise differently. And that's the point. The problem is in this digital age with so much history of posting and things like that, you can look back on anything and contradict yourself. If you look back at some of the videos or early videos I did on Facebook, if you look back at, like I said, these podcasts, your mind grows over time. And your approach changes over time. Your thought process changes over time. Your opinion changes over time. And therefore, it's not a contradiction at all. Or I suppose, arguably, if you wanted to go with the definition of saying it's a contradiction, then yes, I suppose you could say that it is. But you're labeling it, I guess, as good and bad. The reason why I don't want to say that it's a contradiction is because... 
the whole point is evolution. The whole point is that we grow as individuals. But the, another reason I don't want to say it's a contradiction is because I'm attributing a contradiction as a bad word. When did it become a problem to contradict ourselves? People do it all the time when they switch diets around. They go from one diet to another, which completely conflicts and contradicts the previous diet. But the point is to grow as the person. The point is to evolve, to evolve your understanding, to process the world around you in a better way, not just in your thoughts, but then in your actions. If we never consider, were those the correct thoughts? Was that the correct thought process? Or more so, which can often be more damaging, was that the correct action? It's okay to be wrong, I guess, is the most important lesson from this podcast. It's okay to challenge what you once believed. It's okay to look back and go, yeah, I don't believe that anymore. Or to look back and go, okay, that's what Chris at that moment believed. But through time and experience and knowledge, I actually now believe this. It's easy to ebb and flow as a coach as well. I mean, there's a fine balance between empathy and sternness. Your job is to drive people forwards, but at the same time, your job is also to empathize with them and to ensure that their mindset stays in a good place, to ensure that they understand that it's not about perfection, it's about progress. But this is where judgment calls come in. But who's to say those judgment calls are always correct? I mean, fuck me, the amount of times I've pissed people off by sending them a stern response to their check-in when actually that directly conflicted with what they needed in that moment. Don't always hit the nail on the head, folks. I don't always get it right. And so sometimes I can counter someone by going, no, fucking get on with it. You're making excuses for yourself through the knowledge and I suppose the information that I'm given when in actual fact what they needed in that moment was to be told, you know what, it's okay. Just take a moment, take a breath. And you're all good to go again. Take a couple of days, take a week, whatever. But again, this is where experience comes in. I'm still learning and evolving as a coach. My academy is still changing and adapting as I learn what works and what doesn't work for people. And I suppose this is the beauty of being a coach as well, that my learning is fast-tracked because I've got you know, hundreds of people coming through my doors uh, each and every day. Metaphorically, of course. I don't have physical doors, but you know what I mean. Which gives me experience it's not just the experience of myself it's the experience of all of these wealth of personalities and different individuals i've got the ability to learn faster and experience faster because there is so much feedback coming from so many different people and like i said it's it's a fine tightrope walk that we are always walking between saying the right thing saying the wrong thing by doing harm and doing damage but through experience through knowledge we get better at making sure that it falls on the side of the fence of helping. And that's kind of what self-reflection is all about. Not just helping you, but helping everyone around you. Because if we lose that ability to look inwards, if we lose that ability to consider our actions from a non-judgmental perspective and ask ourselves, was that the correct thing to do? Then we lose the ability to empathize with people. We lose the ability to support people because we're automatically approaching it from a position of my opinion is right, yours is wrong. 
However, that's not how support works. Support is a two-way street. Listening, giving advice, but also understanding someone else's perspective. And how can we ever understand someone else's perspective if we're locked into our own mindset, if we're not prepared to self-reflect and we're not prepared to adapt? So to bring this down off of the ethereal or spiritual side of things and back into a more day-to-day circumstance, let's look at your relationship with food. Let's look at the calories that you're potentially over-consuming, the loss of control throughout your days, the sedentary lifestyle that you're living. If we don't take a moment to reflect on those things and reflect on the impact that they are having on our physiques, our health, our lives, then we're never going to evolve as people. As I said, we're inherently obsessed with the physical attributes of self-reflection. You know, oh, I've gained some body fat. Oh, I don't feel great in myself. Oh, I can't see my dick anymore. But we aren't obsessed enough with the mental side of things. And this is the thing. The body doesn't lead the brain. The brain leads the body. So in actual fact, when it comes to the physical changes, when it comes to the transformation physically that you want to achieve, if you look after your thoughts, then your actions will look after themselves. Your brain is what rules this. And this is why my coaching is so centered around the psychological because if you look after that, the rest will fall into place. You know the old saying, look after the pennies, the pounds look after themselves. Same thing. And this is why if we get a moment of weakness and we go over our calories or you know, we lose control with food or we potentially don't action things in the way that we would have ideally liked to, you know, on the program that we're on, adhering to calories or whatever the coach advised us to do, it's easy to beat ourselves up and go, oh, for fuck's sake, you've ruined it now. And thus we go down this vicious spiral of binging and just going overboard and to extremes because you think, well, you fucked it, you might as well absolutely fuck it. But self-reflection can be the stopgap. Self-reflection can actually be the buffer that stops that snowballing of behavior. That ability to look and go, yeah, I probably could have done that differently. And that ability to be non-judgmental, to take a step back and take a non-biased, non-emotional response to what you've done and go, right, that probably wasn't ideal. And by taking that moment to calm, by taking that moment to self-reflect, you're then able to think clearly. You're then able to remove emotion from the circumstance. Look at it from a rational perspective and understand what worked, what didn't work. What could I do differently next time? Because we need to bring rationale into this whole calorie transformation business. But we can't bring rationale in if emotions are running the show the whole time. If we don't self-reflect on how we allow our emotions to rule us, and how we use our emotions, how very often we put them in the driver's seat, then we will never have the ability to bring in a rational state of mind to look at our behaviors and adapt them. So with episode 50, this is arguably the only episode that, well, I guess if I was to say to someone, give me one episode, which is going to be hopefully the most powerful, it would be this one. Now, you may very well have more favoured episodes. I'm particularly fond of episode 20 and 21, purely because of the feedback that I've had in terms of how they've helped people. And obviously, I'm particularly fond of 
having this forum to open up about all of the dark things in terms of my life and the stuff that I've gone through. And folks, I guess this podcast in a way is my own self-reflection. You guys just get to hear the inner workings of my mind as opposed to it just being a case of, you know, me keeping them to myself. These podcasts are a self-reflection for me to look at my thoughts and actions of past and analyze them and regurgitate it in a way which can hopefully serve you. In layman's terms, this is how I fucked up previously. This is how I would advise you not to fuck up in the same way. <laughs> That's basically what these podcasts are all about. So as we draw this one to a close... I want to say thank you, like I said, for all of you that have listened to these podcasts up to this point. But I also want to encourage you to look inwards. To encourage you to stop the self-deprecation of despair when you screw up, when you have challenges, when you make mistakes. I need you to understand that making mistakes is part of this journey. It's about progress, not perfection. It's not about having every day absolutely spot on, achieve your goal, thanks very much, live life happily ever after. This journey, this process is about learning and adapting. And we can't do that unless we self-reflect, unless we consider our thoughts and ask, how could I be better? Consider our actions and ask, how can we be better? To look our weaknesses dead in the eye and understand that they don't need to define us. They don't have to be the reason why we are the way we are. Every single thing about us can be changed from the physique that we have to the way that we think, the way that we live our lives. A lot of the inspiration for this podcast and for the way that I teach comes from Stoic philosophy. And Stoic philosophy is built around self-reflection. It's built around considering your actions and how you respond to situations before anybody else. Because we have no control over anybody else. We have no ability to affect anybody else's actions, to change anybody else's mind. They're on their own journey. All we have the ability to do is affect our own thoughts and actions. And if they're not serving us, if they're not leading us to the goal that we want to achieve, or the goals even that we want to achieve, then we have the ability to do something about it. We're not powerless. And often when we find ourselves in moments of despair, when we find ourselves in spirals of self-deprecation or self-harm even, it's easy to think that we are powerless, but we're not. We have the ability to change everything in our lives if we choose to. Today can be a better day than yesterday. Tomorrow can be an even better day than today. We have the ability to shape what our future looks like. And I'm going to steal that line from Terminator. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. So folks, that's it. That's episode 50. Here's to the next 50. I hope you enjoyed them. And folks, as always, accept the things you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and have the wisdom to know the difference. I will see you on 51. And if you get a chance, do me a favor, leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. Always makes a difference. And of course, if you fancy it, 
drop me a little message as well let me know what you thought at Chris Moyes on Instagram or of course you can go via Facebook at Chris Moyes Fitness and if you guys like this kind of content then there is plenty that goes on my Instagram in terms of my morning walk talks and of course with the videos that I put up on Facebook as well I uh, have quite an affinity for talking who would have known eh guess a podcast was the best thing ever for me to start (laughs) folks I'll see you on the next one toodles